1: 18 plus. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network.
2: Good morning, friends. You're tuned into episode 107 of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. My name is Cam Koenig. With me, as always, is my boy Thomas Egan. Thomas, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I I'm glad you are because I'm I am just phoning it in
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That's beat, all right, dude. We're gonna have a uh, short and sweet episode, or at least a casual episode. Yeah, like we
2: <laughs> we we both like I, I showed up to record at your place, and we. We definitely don't plan the show out as much as we probably should. You know, I think we intend to. We do. And then just uh, shit happens. <laughs> and like, oh boy. Yeah, like we're just so busy with other things. We get here on like Monday night and we're like, okay, so what are we going to talk about this week? And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this one's definitely going to be a little bit more casual. A little, I don't want to say phoned in because we're both
0: just, we just well, wanted to hang did, out. So and, here we are. Oh, Look, we cat's just... out of the bag. I used that one last week. It's back. <laughs>
2: Well, it can't be phoned in because this is an in-person podcast.
0: Mm. Phone in is down the road. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, actually, I am looking forward to uh, trying recording online because the more po- I listen to a bunch of podcasts that do that, mm-hmm. and I don't realize it until somebody says it. They're like, "Oh, blah blah blah." The yeah, call like, like Waypoint oh, we're Radio in this call.
2: is yeah. probably the one that I would assume you're talking about because they yep. refer to it as this call. And like, I'm,
0: I, yeah, I, I totally. And I'm like, am... oh yeah the that same way makes sense you guys usually have like four people on each episode it's a lot more practical to do online yeah yeah it, even if you have a studio i've i've
2: been since i've been like guesting on other shows and doing my other show with my friend nate like i've we record in online we record online because he's in nebraska that is not here no and meeting up would be hard right <laughs> and and that's been working great we just like both record our own audio and just mix it up and just sync them together excuse me dr pepper's fighting back Anyway, this is a podcast about video games, I guess. <laughs> it is. That's a little little inside baseball, but. Uh,
0: well, hey, we there's been a lot of stuff in the news uh, the past like week or so. <laughs> there sure has. And oh. um, yeah, we're not going to talk about it uh, because we are not fit to do, talk about all that stuff. Uh, you probably know so what we're tired. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there's... just so tired. I can't do it. Yeah, there's just a lot going on, a lot to unpack, and we are not the people to do that. And the point of this podcast isn't to dive into those kinds, uh, you know, heavier issues. Are they worth talking about? Absolutely. Are they worth talking about on this show? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I,
2: there are people out there who absolutely have... I don't want to say that their their opinion is more valid than ours, but I would say that they are more educated and have like looked into it a lot more, and I don't think that we could bring that to the table. We're not... We are not... Experts in this particular thing, and we'd just this other be two, stuff.
0: two white dudes shouting into some microphones. Right, which you know, there's enough of that out there. <laughs> there are. So, uh, <laughs> we want to focus on what we usually do uh, light stuff, more yeah. uplifting stuff, especially if we're going to do just a speaking of chill light episode. stuff.
2: Oh, Destiny 2 is still real good. That was a good segue. Thank you. Thank you. I was pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, man, I that oh, man, It it's good. Uh, I've been. I know I just keep ranting and raving. I feel like it. As much as you talk about Apex Legends, and I give you shit for that, like I sure <laughs> have been just like on Destiny's bullshit since about June
0: this year. Hey, until people start complaining, like you gave me, <laughs> you gave me all I you know more than I deserved on Apex, and I can you know keep <laughs> keep a lid on it for now. Uh, but uh, no, I'm here to to listen to the Destiny stuff. Um, I haven't played Destiny. 2 at mm-hmm. all until this past weekend. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, last week sometime and I every once in a while would hear coverage about it. So it's a 4-year-old game, right? Uh yeah, Destiny 2 is 4 was, years old
2: now, I think. Uh, I think it was from 2016 like mm-hmm. maybe. I don't I know. I think it was
0: 17. So I think it's
2: 2 years old. Okay. Destiny as a whole, I think it's 5 years old now.
0: Yes. Uh I do know that because yeah, 2014 is when uh yes, Destiny yes. 1 came out. I did play Destiny 1. I even played the beta. Uh, had a good time on it, went up to the raid, uh, didn't play any further past that. So when, when I booted up destiny two, uh, it takes your old characters, levels them up uh, to 750, whatever that means. Uh, because yeah. I have no like a uh, point right. of reference. It leveled uh, up my main character and the character that I don't even know if I, he could have been a level one for all I know, but sure. now he is ready to go and I booted it up and, uh, on my warlock just because I wanted to see, it said, hey, you, uh, here's what you did in Destiny 1. And it did this little recap including the raid I I beat, which is Vault of Glass, uh, the first one, Vault of Glass. And it even showed the fire team I was with when yeah. we did I thought that was cool. Of course, yeah. I don't know any of those people. It was a random group, but sure. uh, I thought that was a cool, uh, I thought that was a cool thing. I like the intent of it, which is just like, hey, remember your pals? And even though I didn't mm. remember my pals, I know that other people yeah i, that I up. know a lot
2: of people had like that was a really cool emotional bit for them like yeah. whenever destiny 2 started i like, was not you, expecting that was it. the first thing that you see when you boot up it's just like oh hey remember this cool shit you did and it like frames it in this really kind of triumphant way that i'm like yeah all yeah. right huh, yeah it's good. i got none of that i started with destiny 2 oh so. well
0: well you know I, I didn't realize until a few weeks ago that you hadn't played destiny 1 you probably told me and i just forgot but with as excited as you've been with d2 it's a good game i guess i just assumed right that you had that's played a totally
2: fair assumption (laughs) like as much as i am just for lack of a better term sucking bungee's dick over here like yeah i i i know that at the time like i had a lot of friends who were very into destiny one and they were like you should totally pick it up like i remember right after like i think the destiny one legendary edition had had been out for a while it was sitting at gamestop for seven fucking dollars and that was like everything up to i think rise of iron this was like right when rise of iron got announced and i'm like I don't know. And like at the time I wasn't really playing a whole lot of games. So like that was something that I totally could have like fit into my schedule and kind of gotten all wrapped up in that. But man, I, I don't know. I, there was just something it, maybe it was just there. I felt like there was too much of like, oh, well, I'm just not going to get caught up or, oh, well, they're probably just going to do a destiny too. And then sure enough, well, they fucking yeah. did.
0: And also, I mean, you said that that was $7, but anytime they come out with new content, that's, it's a new stuff. The barrier to entry on that stuff is, it's kind of high, but yeah. it feels high is the most important part. So, and as like an MMO. Right. That you, they would never call that until they split from, uh, till sure. Bungie split yeah, from Activision. Like, hey, it's like, an MMO now. Please, pl- please, please play our MMO. Our MMO. Uh, before, um, you know, you're playing an MMO and if there aren't enough people playing, you're going to have trouble. And it's not really, are there enough people, but it's, are your friends playing? Do you know people who are playing? Because right. that's. That's what you want from a social mm-hmm. uh, a social game like totally. that. Totally. You, you don't just want to have fun and, and enjoy the content. You want to share all that stuff with your friends. Whether, we, even if you're not playing together, to be able to share it. Right. To talk about it. Right. Like uh, I, I've thing. been...
2: A lot of my friends
0: lately have been streaming Destiny 2, which is awesome. And, like, I don't... want to say, man, that game... I started the OG content, the, the mm-hmm. release content. Yeah. That game is
2: beautiful. It It is absolutely gorgeous. Like, I think Destiny, specifically Bungie, has maybe some of, like, the best skyboxes in the fucking business. Like, skyboxes? Like, how, if you look up to the sky and just see oh. how, like, everything looks. Like, especially on Titan, holy
0: shit. Uh, there were a couple cool... They really like to put spaceships up yes. front and center, where you, like, totally. come around to Ben, and you're like, holy shit, look mm-hmm. at the spaceship. And I feel like that stuff especially with the travel be- traveler um, mm-hmm. being so iconic. If you've never played Destiny, that's the big thing. that looks like a moon, you know, but that's yeah. no moon. yeah. Uh, and gee, I wonder where that, infl- you know, the inspiration <laughs> came from. Uh, but they really do a kick-ass job of framing, hey, look at that thing really far up in space, where even when you're fighting on the ground, whether you're on Earth or, or anywhere else, you always have this sense of, oh right, I'm in a space age world. Totally. Um so there's this grandiose right uh, Or scale even if you everything. go to like even if you go
2: to like the Earth uh the EDZ. I forget what the European Dead Zone. That's Dead right. Zone. European Dead Zone. I wanted to say like Earth demilitarized zone or some shit, <laughs> yeah. but They're like, sorry, no weapons here
0: <laughs> When the aliens come down they're like, hey camp, hey, gotta hey, follow the rules. Sorry
2: y'all like <laughs> um well even just like looking off into the sky and like seeing out in, I think it's called the Dark Forest, which you can't actually go to except for story missions, which you can't do now because they just give everybody every subclass. Um, what do you mean? So it, originally, whenever you played vanilla Destiny 2, you started with one subclass and you had to go through and unlock oh, it right. Because the plot of the Red War, nobody oh, has yeah, any dude, fucking power. I, I booted up
0: my Titan and, uh, okay, actually, I've listened to some coverage of Destiny 2 since it went free to play, mm-hmm. which, of course, is why I jumped on. Yeah. Uh, because it got cross save and all this stuff. Um, I don't think I realized it when I first played when I did like the tutorial. So it's not like I got very far. But uh, now that I'm actually poking around, I realize most of the things I'm doing are based off of my knowledge of Destiny 1. The game is not very helpful. It is not very
2: helpful. I so the other day um, I had my friend Laura come over and she's like, yeah, Destiny looks cool. I, I'm like, hey, do you want to just start another character? I only had my warlock up until that weekend. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll roll a character and just check it out. Uh, and you start a new character, you get, like, the intro section from Destiny 1 with the Cosmodrome and, like, your ghost resurrecting you and just find a gun, get out of there, fallen walker, falling everywhere, and, uh, first of all, like, I have never played Destiny 1 except for the Destiny 1 Alpha on PS3, and I am surprised how much of that I remember. Yeah. Like, it is, like burned into my brain Mm -hmm. which is
0: fucking weird when i hit that tutorial up i was like oh this is just like the original one totally and i started walking through it i'm like oh this is the original one the original and there were things where i was like oh i would turn around a corner and be like oh i know what's over here and sure enough it Mm -hmm. was exactly what i remember so that is a testament to like memorable uh level design and stuff Mm -hmm. when i was in the open area of course it's pretty segmented off because i was just starting Mm -hmm. uh but i remembered all that stuff i remembered totally very specific things and Um, something Bungie I think has always been good at, even from Halo 1, which is, I would consider Halo 1 the first, like, what I considered to be an open-world game. It is not an open-world game. Sure. But when I played that, I felt like I was walking through... Uh, an environment that I could really explore, mm-hmm. like it allowed me to go places that I didn't need to go. But the fact that it let me, and there was stuff around, like I felt like I was actually exploring. Yeah. And it was just this great sense of wonder, and and the same thing that that Bungie's good at this this grand scheme. Everything feels so big, totally. Uh, but it doesn't feel empty, which is uh, crucial. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a new thing. <laughs> well, I mean, once you, uh,
2: Vanilla Destiny Two was kind of rough um, yeah. in terms of. Okay, well. We finished all the content and we just, oh, we finished the raid. What What's up? Mm-hmm. And then, like, Curse of Osiris is just not good. Like, objectively, it's just not good. I've heard people say it, that. It is it is not great. Warmind should is I better. Skip it? Is it even worth playing? Uh, not really. All right. <laughs> um, I guess there's enough game that there's it's not like so I'm skipping. I, I would do Warmind. Warmind's pretty interesting.
0: Um, uh, I'm probably going to finish the Red War stuff. Yeah, you should definitely finish that. The Red War is pretty good. I I like the Red War. So the Red War is like the, hey, I just booted the game up for the very first time. Oh my God, everything's under attack. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right.
2: Uh, So like I was very, it was weird seeing my friend Laura play through that stuff. And she's also like not somebody who is like very experienced with first person shooters on a console, Um, which is fine. That game is not super friendly to you if you are not familiar with how an FPS works.
0: Yeah. because yeah, like they straight up like makes a throw lot of you in the
2: shit in that first mission. It's like okay, cool. Uh, so you just kind of got through this rough area. Here's a fucking tank. Have fun. Yeah. Um, but like once you yeah, get to the tower, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay, well, uh, your quest it doesn't actually set you immediately going towards like the legacy content. It's just kind of provided
0: as I an couldn't option tell if that it was trying to make me go anywhere. Right. I told you uh, I can't remember if this was on Microdon, but I just happened to go straight to the shipmaster who mm-hmm. had those quests. Totally by accident. Yeah. I was just like, and I basically did like spin the bottle. I'm like, I'm going to go this way.
2: Right. And it, it it basically gives you a bunch of options. I'm like kind of sort of half-ass explains how the quest system in destiny works and how like, Mm -hmm. Oh, there's quests. There's also bounties,
0: which are like mini quests. Um, There are. Uh, I heard uh, Brad uh, Schumacher at Mm. uh, Giant Bomb being being like, "Oh yeah, there are bounties and quests and missions, and there's challenges. Yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) it.
2: Fuck, it's a whole Um, thing."
0: Uh, But yeah, I will say, like boiled down, um, there there were several times where I was only getting by by the assumed knowledge that the game had of me, and mm -hmm. I did have that knowledge because I played Destiny One. But boy, it sure wasn't making it. Well, I. it's just a barrier to entry totally. you know
2: i i was uh basically the way that it sets up the beginning of that game starting a new character is you get there and it's like okay cool go talk to the gunsmith okay you go talk to the gunsmith and it's like all right cool uh you just got uh, a better gun from him great awesome it raises mm-hmm. your power level up um and it's basically just kind of a way of saying hey the end game of destiny is to just make your number go as high as possible yeah like, right. okay great cool like yeah, that's it goes from 750 to 751 <laughs> yeah right so it's
0: just like oh okay that's incremental (laughs) right right
2: um and before you hit 900 it's really fast to get your level up i'm at like 922 now i think yeah And it's just like you have to constantly grind out the powerful rewards to get your number like up by one or two a week
0: all right so first of all actually i I meant to say this earlier okay i know that somebody heard me say that halo one was big and and didn't feel empty yeah i know that a lot of people think that game was way too empty Mm mm-hmm so i just want to shout that out because i'm aware of it i love that game it's not totally rose-colored tell them, glasses Thomas. no fucking I, tell him i actually saw a thread this past week uh where somebody specifically said they're like yo so like is halo one just boring and i saw that <laughs> and my knee-jerk reaction was like what are you talking about the fuck is wrong and i was with like you? okay i gotta check myself because i can't i can't just go in here just because my nostalgia is clouding my my vision here uh, just and, walk in and be like, "Hey man, what's up? Go fuck yourself." <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I anyway, I wanted to make sure that uh, that was out there because uh, mm. that's uh, a real thing. I don't want I don't want to um, Halo One's density to be sure the the measurement with which I um, <laughs> measure uh, Destiny Two. So okay, so Destiny Two. So I just booted it up. Mm-hmm. I have several friends who I think I have four friends who are going to pick up the game because it's free, just like I did. Sure two of which, uh, two of those friends are not first-person shooter players. Like, pretty much full yeah. stop. They don't play any shooters at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited about that. That's going to be rough for them, I think. Yes, it is. And I hope that Bungie's first thing, of course, a lot of this content, a lot of Shadowkeep, mm-hmm. had been in development before the Activision break, and you can't change this stuff on a dime at right, all.
2: Right, Game development is fucking hard.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I... As going with just what I've seen from the game so far, what I vaguely know about the game and the fact that I have friends like me who are going to walk in either as blind or more blind than me, I really hope Bungie can soften the edges on the intro to that game. I,
2: I would really like to see that too because it's a pretty rough onboarding for a new character. Dude, and
0: it, I, people, I you only get one first impression and totally. if people come in and they're confused, that's it.
2: Totally, and I, I went through... And granted, I also like your your quote level, which is like your season level now, which is essentially a battle pass, which I love, by the way. I think that's a really great system of leveling. And also every single like rank in it is always 100,000 XP. It's never any higher. The higher you go, it's just always 100,000 XP, which is really fucking nice.
0: And I like it because it's never like, oh, the further you get, the harder right. the slower it's going to be. I think
2: Fortnite did that, and it, it just really it kind of it just made me not want to play. Right, because if, so like each bounty that you turn in, you get experience for typically, or like a quest gets completed, or something like that. Or you complete like a fucking gambit match or like a crucible match, and you essentially get more experience, and like it moves up, it still feels rewarding, but it still feels like I'm having to work at it, and it's like just enough out of reach to where like, okay, well, I could probably knock out these five bounties and just get another level. Oh, okay, well, I did that and also, like, completed a milestone, <laughs> so now I'm, like, 75% to the next one, and so I may this as game well... is a nightmare for my ADHD. Uh, Holy dude. shit. I love it so much. It's a big fucking problem.
0: Uh, in, in WoW, I I talked Jimmy, Jimmy Hart's ear off about this uh, this past weekend. Um, I'm barely... I, I'm playing a lot of WoW, but I figured out how to use the economy mm-hmm. to make a... Well, what is to me a lot of money, right? Very slowly but consistently, and with low effort. So I found a way. I've crunched all these numbers where I check the market. If numbers are below these amounts, I buy them up and I craft stuff and then I sell it to the vendors. Mm -hmm. It's it's boring, but I like the feedback loop I get from it. Totally, uh, because it's just varying degrees of how much profit do I make? Because, um. I will literally never run out of stuff to make because the numbers will always be below that threshold. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of like, where am I going to set my standard? And uh, that loop of it never ends because even if I logged on for 24 hours straight, I would never run out of stuff. Right. Uh, man, that makes it really tough for me. Totally. To totally just not be on WoW because I'll, I'll do that while like in between games, Apex and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because i wouldn't say that i'm like not playing the game i'm definitely not leveling up um because you know as you level up it gets slower right so you know it's, it's no battle pass thing sure. you, you know how a traditional rpg right, works right um but i'm doing this grind so that i can have cooler shit mm-hmm. so like basically i'm tricking out my characters so that whenever i roll into something i'm already pretty geared up right. and i like that so like the feedback loop of of the money making while i'm playing other games uh feels really good but it's it's so hard for me to yeah. like not pull up my laptop next to me and be like all right time to totally grind out some uh some vendor money right and i've i've, I've just been so one thing you can also
2: do is for like 3000 glimmer which is kind of fucking nothing once you have enough glimmer because the cap uh, is two hundred and fifty thousand, oh. which is basically like the main currency you use essentially to buy quests that's really all you use it for now. That's a funny idea. Um, and so like it just drops so often and like some bounties will just give you more fucking glimmer. Uh, but I, I'm Do you always wish that they would raise the cap. Do you ever h- the cap raised hang out? Uh, the, at cap the cap was at like 100,000 or 50,000 like before this update and they raised it 200,000. Oh, people wow. are just still
0: sitting at that cap. I remember in D1 I was just like. I'm not even rich and I'm sitting at this cap. Like, because <laughs> totally. it wasn't Glimmer that was holding me back. And uh, so I'd find reasons to use it. I think you could use it to like gamble for items or engrams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office.
0: computer solitaire
1: huh Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com uh,
2: yeah now they have like while, there's but... like a whole bunch of currencies they don't man they just don't do a good job of explaining a whole lot of it and that's a bummer uh, there. That game is yeah. really, really deep, and I'm really, I like you said earlier. I'm really hoping that they do, uh, kind of soften the edges of that onboarding a little bit. Because uh, I went through and started another character, so I now have a warlock, a titan, and a hunter. I really still just play the warlock, but mm-hmm. uh, one of the nice things about the season level, I know we're just kind of all over the fucking place, but who cares? Um. One of the nice things about that quote battle pass or like your season rank is once you get to a certain point you unlock this season artifact. I think it's like rank 7 or whatever. So it's like still pretty early on and
0: how, uh, how many ranks is it, 100 or what? There's 100.
2: Yeah. yeah. So like 100 is there's always going to be like an exotic and an exotic quest tied to it, I think that's what they're like setting up for this one and 100 is I think always going to be an ornament for that exotic. Which okay. is great. Cool. Um Yeah, so the, uh, trying to get the words right here. So there's like a season artifact that you get that's kind of like a passive that essentially allows you to like spec points into it. And it's like skill tree-esque where you can like cash in like, oh, well, I got this much experience. So then I got enough to redeem for one of the mods that I can, like a special mod that I can assign to any of my armor for like a new cost, like one cost or two cost in the new armor system, which is... I could talk about that for like another fucking hour <laughs> um but another perk of that is in addition to unlocking more like mods that you can attach to your stuff it also uh turns into a passive power boost so right now because of like how much i have like invested in like experience and getting my battle pass rank up higher i now have my base level of like I think my base level is like a 915 or something like that, but I have a plus 7 to my power just passively because of my artifact, so it's actually 922, if
0: uh, that makes sense. Does that expire? That does make sense. Does it, that expire at the end of the it season? It expires
2: at the end of the season, but there's still like 65 days less than the season.
0: That, why Why does... I, I don't understand why you would have a temporary light level. Like, what's the... I understand, like, the mm-hmm. rank. I get that part. Yeah. But why make the rank correspond to a temporary light level like does that change where you match make uh does it change you know because so I, I imagine mm. all right i have 917 plus 100 i max this sucker out now i can go into the raid and i'm gonna kick ass but well, then i think the, the next most it day, goes is like
2: plus 12 something okay. like that but still like I, I i get what you're saying the idea
0: of like you know it's like it's like when you're old enough to drink right the day before you're legally able to drink and the day after they're no different. Sure. It's sure. just, it's just a thing. So like, you know, it's like this day I have plus 12 light level. And then mm-hmm. the next day you're like, Oh, I'm weak again. Yeah. <laughs> As if, no, yeah, you know. I totally understand
2: that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I know most of the stuff that you are match made into power level doesn't matter, or it's like a cooperative thing, like a strike, which does not matter kind of even more. Cause you're just fighting enemies or whatever. Um, but yeah, like the iron banner is coming up, which is totally power level based crucible okay and
0: i am interested to see how that plays band, out i like yeah. that all the right new armor fucking hot by okay, the way cam cam yeah let's dial this back okay because usually you're the one who has to focus me great <laughs> um i have questions as a new player okay hit me um and i know there are going to be a lot of other people like me who are going to have questions and obviously the game's not in a big hurry to answer these sure um so let's say so i just booted the game up i'm yes. level 750 mm-hmm. um so I've got the legacy content. Yes, I want to do this just because I like story, right? Uh, I started the Red Dawn stuff. Red War, the Red War. Yep. Uh, sounds like I should skip the Curse of Osiris. Yeah, just stop and fucking bother. <laughs> and then, so there are three total. So then the other one is Warmind. 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 Yeah. Um, is is Warmind resputing stuff? Yeah. Cool. Which uh, is neat stuff. Like that's a
2: cool thing to dig into.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, that's like the main chunk of lore of like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go down the the we, path here. We can't, we can't, we can't. And it won't make people who don't know anything about this stuff will be like, right. "I can't listen to this." Yeah. Um, okay, so I boot the game up. So I'm going to do those those mm-hmm. two old uh, the legacy quests, mm-hmm. um, and then after that, let's say I complete both of those. Where does that start me? So like, I don't even know what the game wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Like mainline, I know it. It points me to it. I actually know I could click it and follow that. Right. Uh, but. If I started playing that, how much, how far can I go without buying anything? So,
2: basically, it's in terms of, like, all of the legacy content, you can play for free. So, like, those three campaigns you can play for free. The Forsaken campaign, you do need to pay for, which, honestly, I recommend. It is, I would say, probably the, it actually is the best campaign in Destiny 2, hands down. Um, You can play, uh, I think, everything in the Crucible. You can do the Iron Banner, like all the seasonal events. Uh, You can do... Uh, okay so
0: uh let's let's actually Mm -hmm. talk about that because okay besides the legacy stuff yes i am most interested in the pvp okay uh then you're fine
2: i i I think that all is free to play
0: so it's all free to play okay so if i go to do uh the crucible Mm -hmm. and any of the pvp available to me yes um when i start that up how does it match me with people is that off my light level do you know so regular crucible light level straight up does not matter okay um iron banner definitely will and i think that tries to keep that's you, like, like a harder rank right like you straight up have a number as you climb am i misremembering so that? there
2: is like a separate like i think it's called a valor rank for crucible and i think it tries to match you around people similar to that but it also i think prioritizes like connection um since it ultimately does not matter like what your power level is you can go in with a 750 gun against somebody who has like level capped like high end shit and if you outplay them then they die i do like that it is great Um, i actually really enjoy destiny pvp and i don't really care for a lot of pvp stuff yeah um iron banner i don't know if it prioritizes around you around your light level uh i know you still also still get your valor rank and everything like that but
0: if i do want to properly level up Mm -hmm. let's say i want to buy forsaken after i do this legacy stuff um can i still like get good loot and stuff from pvping i remember in destiny one, yeah uh
2: you can up until i think up to level 900 loot has a pretty good chance of being higher than your current light level cool um or after 900 is like the quote soft cap And then you have to go for like your weekly challenges that reward powerful gear or do like really high end level shit like the raid or like a raid rather or like a nightfall strike or something like that.
0: Uh, Then like the other I think the other like main question I have. Mm -hmm. So with exotics, of course, there are like a lot of guns. It's not like Borderlands level. Mm -hmm. There are a lot. There's a lot of guns. Uh, If I went on there and I found one way or another a quest for an exotic, which is uh i I think they had those in destiny one cannot remember Mm -hmm. um if my if my buddy joined if if he started playing the game after me levels up to where i am am i able to like share that or anything or would i be like yo hey come with me Mm -hmm. you're pretty much only here to help me out that's pretty much what it
2: is so exotic quests are tied to i think that character um because i have a few that i don't have on other characters
0: uh, there are certain, but you could share the exotic between characters with your bank or whatever, right? Sure, You can just put it in the vault once yeah. you get it
2: unlocked and that's totally fucking fine. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like your quests and everything that you have are really just tied to you. There's no way to like share that stuff. There are certain things that will track like certain kills that your fire team gets. So mm-hmm. like there's, I think one, uh, pinnacle weapon quest. I I think it's a Vanguard one. So it's like strike based. Uh, I believe that there's something on there that says like, okay, well you need to get like this many like void kills, but it tracks how many that your whole fire team does, which Mm -hmm. is really nice because like one of the more frustrating things I've run into about destiny. And I think it's just the way that it works is, and I'm like kind of guilty about this myself, which I don't feel great about because I did this yesterday, uh, literally today, but I also had to run and record the show. Uh, Um, basically like you'll hop in. And you won't be playing optimally because, oh, well, I got a bounty for 10 grenade launcher kills in this strike. And the moment I encounter any sort of hardship, in my case, the hardship was, oh, it's 630. I need to leave. Uh, I just quit. Oh, it, I just quit. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Does it refill? Do people pop in if
2: they queue for a totally? It doesn't like leave you as just those two people in your fire team. Yeah, that would be the you worst. Can join in at a certain point. Like I've hopped into strikes from matchmaking that are just the, the boss of the strike.
0: Yeah. Which. Cool. Great. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah uh that stuff's cool i um I- if we want to like kind of halfway wrap this up because mm-hmm. I, I am interested in playing yes i'm interested in playing more and a lot of that is attributed to i checked out the my name is bife uh lore video god what a good fucking video that so four he was, hour one yeah man so he was our hero of the week a while ago it's and like uh, two weeks ago <laughs> uh it probably was yeah and i checked out his video and he says right up front he's like hey this is a long video if this isn't like it's specifically." Broken up into chunks chronologically, so you can take a break whenever you want, which is exactly what I've done. Sure. I usually watch one or two segments yeah. at a time, uh, or you can check out the individual segments mm-hmm. and uh, it's got like so nice timestamps and everything. It's like segmented off into chapters, dude, the, which is great. The whole thing is a great production. Totally, uh it's. He said he was working on it for months, which I believe. I believe yeah. that. I totally believe that. And the artwork, the guy who contributed stuff that did Incredible. original artwork. I
2: have thought about just, like, going and buying those prints because yeah. they're really good.
0: Yeah, that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching that. So I've always thought of Destiny as one part guns and one part space magic. Totally. It's right? it's very much space fantasy. Dude, when really, I, like- I had no idea because in Destiny 1, everything, all of the lore, all almost all the story, I would straight up say... Eight a solid eighty mm-hmm. percent, like which is a huge percent, huge percent, eight zero eighty percent of the lore was hidden. I say hidden. It was on the grimoires. You had to go to
2: the website. You had to go to the yeah. website. You
0: had to log off the game not a, and not a go good read system. online. And I was like, man, I love lore and I love Bungie, mm-hmm. and I'm not reading that stuff. Totally, I'm totally not doing get this. Yeah, even if like uh as goofy as this is, I would be cool. If there was an audio book pod uh, companion podcast.
2: I mean, straight up, what I've been doing is just put his videos on in the background and listen to him.
0: So you we were talking before the show. Uh, I cannot remember anybody's names. The only way that I can remember who we're talking about is the pictures that he has on that mm-hmm. video. Uh, and based on the pictures, when stuff happens, you know, usually sure. it's like at the beginning, there were like six people. And then usually by the end of the story, it's like pretty much here's the one most important person right right i'll be like okay i can remember this picture and this name Mm -hmm. um so that that's a cool way for me to be able to digest this stuff because i'll probably go back again later and only do the audio maybe Mm -hmm. uh you know i i'm a podcast connoisseur so the timestamp or like the the length doesn't really bother me right uh but i'm really enjoying that i will say i did not at all understand just how much space magic it's all space this magic. I thought I thought this I thought Destiny was like if I had to describe what I thought mm. the the lore of Destiny was, I thought that it was like seventy percent technology and thirty percent oh no uh, like it's high the other way, fantasy. way around. <laughs> Dude, it is it's like it's like eighty yeah. percent magic and twenty percent uh like tech magic right you know where it's just like oh how does this work well the technology is just really 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 advanced this is how it is by the way heads up that video does spoil forsaken just so you know i wondered that it, uh, it will well if that does then i'm okay with it okay cool. um it is what it is yeah uh i'm really interested in that i love lore stuff uh you when, will love this fucking game then well it's got me excited uh so, so like, it's funny i'm sitting there doing that wow stuff i was just talking about and i was mm. like so I, I was doing that while I was watching the video mm. and I was like, man, I wish I could do both of these things and be playing Destiny <laughs>
2: all at the same time. So like uh, something I I'm not going to outwardly spoil something, but the way Shadowkeep has wrapped up and really since it's a live game is still continuing to go mm-hmm. because there is stuff that is happening weekly. And like, uh, do you care if I spoil some stuff
0: about uh, Shadowkeep? Keep? Kind of, okay. actually, okay, okay, because uh, I saw I saw the end of the first mission, yes, and that was a big reveal, yes. And that said, uh, if I was somebody who wanted to go into that fresh, mm-hmm. um, even if that was like six months sure. from now, sure, that that would really okay. The
2: That's impact fair. is there. That's fair. The That's impact fair. is there. Um, I think that they are setting up something really big. Uh, yeah, I, I I am just gonna leave it at that (laughs) because like if if i if i say if i say like what i want to it kind of spoils some shit but hear that
0: fuck man
2: Uh, i'm excited they've always
0: yeah there there's a lot to talk about specifically not even in just the story of destiny Mm -hmm. but speculation of the story of Destiny. oh god yes there's so it's so Um, like deep and intricate and oh man
2: the writing team is i don't know how much they're getting paid but it is not enough
0: well i hope that the influx of players will change that Mm-hmm. Uh, even free to play players like me. Uh, I want as many people to play this as possible because mm-hmm. I, above all, just want people to play with. I want to share and What's play up? games with What's people. Up? So uh, I really hope they can polish this mm-hmm. front end of the of the free content. Um, I do, too.
2: I, and I, I think they will. Like, they've been out there saying, like, hey, this is like kind of our ideas behind it. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, then we'll fix it. The, the community is like the only people were like the people they said I remember leading up to it, they're just like the only people in charge of destiny are two people now. It's us and you, like, and I'm like, yeah, all right, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, and so, like, they're they're I I think they're gonna make some smart changes. I think that they will probably with the level of transparency they've shown. I think they will make the right du- right moves and like kind of steer the ship in the right direction. I think it's already headed in the right direction. It just needs a little bit of a course correction to like safely navigate some of the rougher seas that they found themselves yeah. into.
0: Yeah, because all it is is like. I I'm especially I'm in a position right now where I've never had this many friends mm-hmm. um, be willing to dive into a game or even a genre that right. that they are not accustomed to. I've never had like four people be like, yeah, I could play with you. Like what? But right. it's tough getting totally. more than one person to even say they'll they'll commit to mm-hmm. a new game like that free or not. Yeah. Uh, So I really want them to do well because I just want to share a game with people. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, uh well let's go ahead and probably stop talking and ranting about destiny for a little bit and take a quick break let's do it uh and we will be right back to talk about i don't know some other bullshit i guess hello this is ray from the heroes podcast network And I am here to tell you about screen heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch or subscribe to Screen Heroes podcast on iTunes, Spreaker and Google. Google Play. Now back
0: to your regularly scheduled podcast.
2: Hey, we're back, uh, Thomas. I know you wanted to talk about this—the uh, fact that Fortnite's over. It's just done. It's gone it's forever. Done. They're packing Fortnite, it in. Fortnite is just dead. Uh, and Epic Games killed it.
0: They—they they are. So Fortnite is a pretty cool <laughs> game. Uh, actually, I, I don't play Fortnite at all it's it's pretty cool i it's cool a lot I, of people like it
2: i got up. really into it for like a month and a half and i'm like Yeah, i'm
0: good and then yeah, yeah
2: like it's uh, fun i like I, Fortnite.
0: yeah i booted up and i was like okay i see what people like about this mm-hmm. i don't like the building out. sure uh and that's kind of how that went so you know obviously battle royals had something for me because i tried out apex i'm like oh shit this has overwatch sure. elements i like right. yeah heck yeah anyway uh Fortnite just finished their season 10 uh they're season 10, which, as far as I understand, each of their seasons ends and begins with some sort of map-changing event, right? Yeah,
2: they always, like, um, do some really cool live event. Like, to get into season 10, there was this, like, big fucking mech fighting a giant like kind of kaiju <laughs> creature and yeah. like a lot of people were watching it and I'm like this is so fucking cool
0: yeah and it's just in it's on the island it was just like in, in the, the world... middle of
2: the fucking map and right. then it like damaged some stuff and like changed the map going into the yeah, next so season like, which oh, is cool uh,
0: you know something fell out of the sky and there were explosions or there were portals right. and stuff and and they all end up having some sort of persistent effect so uh, as far as I know and I sure hope I'm right on this stuff Fortnite has, multiplayer Fortnite has been played on the same island since release. Yes. Uh, It's just always been changed. and It's been changed enough that you, well, certainly I've never heard anybody complaining uh, that the map is stale.
2: Yeah, I I haven't really heard anybody, like, the people who complain about Fortnite, I mean, A, a lot of people just complain about it because it's popular. Right, right. But uh, the people who, like, have actual, like, complaints about Fortnite, a lot of them have never been oh, the map sucks. Like, they, they keep it fresh, they update it regularly, and, like, yeah. a lot of the stuff, and the fact that you can just tear down any fucking building, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of a neat thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's all, that game is all about the space that you exist. In, sure. Right? Uh, ages ago, I don't know what season this was, but there was a meteor that started coming down from the sky. There was all sorts of teeth stuff, uh, like teeth uh, information that people... um. They didn't data mine it, but people collaborated to be like, to find clues. Yeah, yeah. To figure out, uh, oh, what does this thing mean? When will it happen? Like, we noticed that the meteor's getting closer and all that stuff. Well, it's, at one point, that meteor froze in the sky. Somehow, the
2: game, the story, whatever the story is. There's apparently, like, a Fortnite lore, which <laughs> is, like, I think I mean, that's cool. And they, like, yeah. obviously, like, there are probably a few people very into it i bet but like it's so like sprinkled in it is i would say the polar opposite of destiny where just (laughs) everything you do has like some intense significance Mm -hmm. like the stuff in Fortnite, it totally feels like there's barely anything there like surface to like medium level and then you have basically you have to go online like a grimoire card to like look at like other places like an arg right Uh, augmented
0: Uh, no, no, wait. Alternate reality game. Alternate reality yes. game. Uh, so, why are we bringing this up? So, at the end of Season 10, uh, they, this event happened. This was a uh, few days ago now. We you know, we always say it, but we record on a Monday. So, it was either two or three days ago that uh, this event happened in-game where all these portals opened up in the sky. Lucky Land
1: Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky?
0: Lucky?
1: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: And there are these rockets and things for flying around. Uh, It's a cool event. You should look up a YouTube video of it. Just look up like Season 10 ending. Yeah, I'm sure they called it.
2: they alluded to the event just being, quote, the end. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, that's good. That's that's just ominous as grimdark as fuck. I yeah. love it.
0: So these portals open up and and it's pretty cool looking. The long and the short is that the meteor that has apparently been frozen in time above the island uh, is unfrozen and it ends up crashing into this uh, kind of like an unstoppable shield kind of thing. that's over a part of the map. Uh, This is all new to me until I was reading all about it uh, this past weekend. So it hits this shield and there's like this big explosion, but it creates this black hole and the meteor gets sucked in the ships get sucked in you and the island get sucked into this black hole i was also
2: uh looking at some stuff about this today and apparently if you were just sitting at the character select screen while it happened that got sucked in too oh. which i'm like yeah cool great <laughs> just cool. fucking burn it all time. down yeah so
0: for everyone in in the world the game went down at the same time because everything got sucked into this black i think hole. it's
2: right now it's still down
0: it's still down so uh tuesday is usually patch day for any video game um I, I think uh, historically
2: the battle passes or like the new seasons for Fortnite start on Thursdays. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's when we get that. Okay, They're like because they've they've been alluding to Fortnite Season Two or like a uh, Chapter Two is what it's called, which is probably just going to be like a big refresh after all of this stuff. Uh,
0: well, I bet more than anything else, it'll be a new map. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, they, they've they've done obviously great work on the original map on that one island. Mm. Um, but, you know apex just came out with the new map uh call of duty is always changing um i actually didn't realize that they were on the same island until this happened and i was just like oh damn yeah it's people still, are happy it's with, just like, been the same happy? island yeah yeah it's like i said nobody complains about the map so mm-hmm. i i guess i just never thought about it but right. uh this is the end <laughs> so <laughs> if you check out any of Fortnite's social media stuff you will get a live stream of the black hole Totally. Either
2: the black hole or a totally black screen. Yeah, I think they, like, deleted all of their, like, older social media posts. Like, everything is just, like, a black, just, they, screen. They
0: still have retweets, but they don't have any, as far as I can tell, any they just original tweets. Yeah. They wiped everything. Like, what? Which,
2: cool. Awesome.
0: They, they, man, like, that is commitment. Uh, also, that would be a lot of work. I don't know how you actually do that. You
2: can. I think there are, like, tools that you can use that are, like, okay, if I have a, if I have a tweet... Older than like, this time to just kill it.
0: I feel like Fortnite could just pay Twitter to be like, hey, can have we got the money. Right. We need to create a yeah. tool to uh, to make this happen. So uh so anyway, if you go online in any way, shape, or form, and try to look up Fortnite, play the game or anything, uh all you're gonna get is that black hole. I'm gonna look it up right now just to uh verify. There you go. And uh they aren't commenting on it. They haven't released any information on when this will end. Uh Nobody really knows anything. People still are trying down. to Yeah, it is still yeah. just the black hole. People are trying to like see if there's an ARG in there. So there can, uh, have been uh there have been some
2: like there were some numbers that I think were like showing up in there and people have like deciphered that against some audio logs that were like leading up to this event oh, happening, really? which is something I would not expect to hear about Fortnite, which is crazy and right. fucking cool uh and they like deciphered a message which seems in line i don't remember what it is because i haven't looked too much into it but they've like deciphered what the message says and uh it's like kind of in line with like the tone of like the plot of the island leading up to that and there was also a leaked trailer i think that went out uh that like got shared around today about like a new battle pass revamp
0: and stuff like that yeah because they they went out of the way to be like hey uh your bucks are safe just like don't worry about just chill the fuck out for a second yeah sony yeah. sony had when they're like yo your v bugs are safe just contact uh epic if you yeah need just
2: to. just chill
0: yeah everything's fine just man like i like i'm
2: not a huge fortnite fan i think it's cool i think what they're doing here i respect the fuck out of the balls on epic yes. to be like we have the most powerful we have the biggest game in the world right now it's now down for like 3 or 4 days. Shut fuck you. what you going to do about it? and I'm right. like, yeah. Yeah, what are people going to do? Yeah. Like uh like that's how you get people's attention. Like that's how you get more eyes on your product cuz like Apex is in the best spot it has ever been. Mm-hmm. And it, like I would say that is the closest thing that it has right now to competition. Like PUBG is just kind of its own thing at this point. Yeah. But Apex is like pulling its own weight very well and like exerting its space very well and destiny has gone free to play and like it it, that's not the same thing but you're competing for time at that point and those are like big games that are always like competing with each other all these service games and that's a really smart way to get new eyes on like whatever you're doing. Like I've seen a lot of people I've talking seen
0: Fortnite and like the local news being like, right. yo, know, they shut it down.
2: Right. Like I, I've seen a lot of people I know who are just like, I've never played Fortnite. I'm going to hop in and see what they're doing once it comes back online because this is cool. I'm like,
0: man, that is the that's fucking brilliant get to offer. No light at the end of the tunnel. Kind of an obs-
2: to just essentially take your game down because honestly, like you have so much fucking money, you can stand to not run yeah, Fortnite for like, like a week. That's runs. insane. Yeah. Do you have any clue how like obviously way different in terms of it, but like, what if Google was just like, fuck it, Maps doesn't work for a week? <laughs> right. Like, could you imagine? Just like that is the biggest fucking flex you could make on anybody. Like. Uh, can you uh, it, i i don't think it's like really intended to be this way and i'm probably looking into it way more but like it it is coming across a little bit to me of just like hey what's up ea respawn the fuck is up <laughs> you see this shit right. went down for a week fuck you what you trying to do and i'm like oh man like that's a weird flex but okay but like it's it's pretty pretty fucking good flex you yeah, know yeah it
0: is uh i th- so i thought about that and i was like i wonder if people are switching like I wonder if anybody would switch to Apex just to, to try it out, who had only played Fortnite before. Uh, and I was like, I, you know, I wonder if part of that is intentional because honestly, to me as a non-Fortnite player, mm-hmm. uh, I like Apex, but uh, Apex is to me my entry into the Battle Royale genre. I think the genre is cool. We've talked about it in both of the most recent episodes where I think that is a genre that is not at all burnt out. I think there is so much creative opportunity in this genre uh, that like Fortnite going down if that gets more people to check out Apex like they're both learning from each other they're, one of them will do something and then the other game will be like oh that's a great idea we're going to do that too and I'm for that I you know when people are like oh they're just stealing ideas it's like look it like I don't care if this person if the game I am playing did it first mm-hmm. I just like that the cool thing is in the game that i play
2: sure and uh, games don't exist in a vacuum like right it it, it's it's still very much like a creative process even though there's a lot of like technical and like data stuff around it and like how to keep players players engaged and like yeah like sure Fortnite implemented respawns after like totally after probably in response to apex legends but like i think that's they recognize this is a good mechanic. We should implement it too. And I I think that's really good. And honestly, just keeps each other on their toes. Competition, competition makes these games better.
0: Yeah. And like the one, and the
2: ones that like can't hang, just can't hang. And like, it just kind of wasn't meant to be. And that sucks. And there are definitely games that I, it, it, it's a weird thing. Like I,
0: so, so I see this, I, I see this almost as a cool thing, not even just for, the black hole being a ballsy move. Sure. uh, Or a really cool attention-grabbing way to tease, hey, we're about to drop something big. Totally. But also, I look at it as, this could be an opportunity for people to play these other games. Just like Fortnite, these other games are also free. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, when people are just in this ecosystem, I think it's better for everybody. It's better for the publishers. It's better for the players. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because really, like, the more people... If I was Fortnite, of course, I'm not. This is like ultra armchair dev stuff Mm. i'm about to say but if i was at Fortnite, i would actually want apex legends to be doing great because the better they do the better we can do like Mm. if if apex legends doesn't do well that's not necessarily that's not gonna hurt us we're gonna be just fine but if apex legends does something really kick-ass that we haven't thought of people are gonna love it when we bring that to our game as well sure uh and it keeps it spicy you know it keeps people interested in all this stuff so uh I just think it's cool in a lot of unconventional ways. Yeah. Uh, this isn't something that you see every day in gaming. Battle Royales as a genre are still pretty new. And Fortnite owns such a huge market of, uh, or a huge share of the market as, as far as like uh, people's thoughts. Totally. And, and eyeballs. When, and,
2: when you think of battle, like Battle Royale has like gone from being like the type of genre. Well, it is still like the type of the genre, but like it's, it comes from the fucking movie Battle Royale, <laughs> right? And now it is just like when people say Battle Royale, their mind just goes right to Fortnite. Like yep. it is just like exploded in a way that I honestly don't think a lot of people predicted. Because
0: no, yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you could say that again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I like the idea of this. Um. It's had me thinking about how other different games, uh, how games have teased content before it's actually come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Wrath of the Lich King, the expansion in WoW, came out. uh, I didn't realize this happened until I was going back and reading lore while I was playing that expansion. But uh, right before uh, that content dropped, there were some world events where it's like, ooh, outside of the gates of both of the the two factions' main cities, there are, you know, Scourge. There's the new enemy that you're going to be fighting all the time. They showed up, and they're attacking! And uh, you go out there and you do some quests and you kill them. So it's just a little taste of like, hey, you're about to see these guys alive. Sure. Um, so I saw that part. But what I didn't know is, uh, so I play on the Horde side, which is the Orcs in WoW. And uh, what I didn't know is throughout the previous expansion, you find this guy that uh, his like he's from this lineage of of like this big leader or whatever. And you take him from being, he's like super depressed and wimpy. Like he's straight up legit depressed mm. and he's just like i don't want to do anything and you do this long quest chain where you finally inspire him to like rise up to leadership well he does and he sucks <laughs> uh, because he all he all he cares about is strength and i what i didn't know is uh, this expansion content the, like teaser While this was going on he challenged the like and this was an event you could see in the world i forget how it unfolded, mm-hmm. but in the throne room of the main city he uh, challenged the warchief Thrall he challenged the main guy he was like I'm gonna fight you in battle and if I win I'm warchief and he beat Thrall he straight up kicked his ass and this is crazy this is this guy's been the warchief for all of WoW yeah. and all the first expansion and he does this and uh, the only I think the only reason that he doesn't kill the warchief in the battle is one of the new enemies shows up for a second and they're like crap we have to focus on this threat mm-hmm. And, and so, like the guy who beat him in combat, he's not like a, you know, at the time he wasn't like a murderer, yeah. you know, but he isn't exactly merciful. Well, that was just a cool thing where Thrall got dethroned and that became a whole thing in the next expansion, like in the one that was about to come out, uh, where it was like, oh, Thrall dipped out, uh, you know, things are changing, all the stuff. Um, I hope I'm not butchering this stuff. It's been a while since I looked at it. But. I didn't realize that had happened, and it set the stage for events that were going to happen way down the line, because the expansion after that, the dude who won in combat uh, ended up becoming like the actual war chief, and he messed everything up, dude. (laughs) Uh, It was some crazy story, and then at the end of that expansion, um, he was actually one of the final bosses. Oh, cool. Like, the villain. Um, So it was this cool arc that all started with, it more or less started with a teaser before the expansion actually dropped. Um, they didn't tell anybody what was going to happen. They were just like, hey, if you find this in the world, here, here's what's going on. Um, and that always stuck with me in such a cool way. Um, the fact that I didn't find it in-game was almost cooler because there was stuff happening in the game. I was like, okay, there's, there's something here. There's some tension. I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to discover it, it was like, oh, Damn. Like, the idea of this kind of being a little esoteric, where it was possible to miss it, uh, kind of played into how they wanted to tell the story.
2: Yeah, I, I can think of, because it's fresh on the mind, I can think of, like, some really cool narrative threads or, like, narrative like narrative pathways that certain little, like, under-the-radar side stories in Destiny 2 go. Like, they have room to do some cool shit with some new expansions that uh, focus on well let's be honest not the fucking hive uh Mm. which is all right that's fine Uh, (laughs) um uh but yeah like uh, that stuff is always really cool and like once if you like catch on to that shit or you like see it and start to notice and appreciate it and it eventually does happen it feels so fucking satisfying yeah
0: yeah because you you really feel you feel invested in it not not because like you because uh you did anything particular but you are questing you're, like you are like working right, right. In a direction, you are, yeah but because you feel like it's a payoff where right like there's this tension right you're like man i kind of wish blah 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 or like oh i wonder if this thing's gonna come to fruition mm-hmm. and you see it bloom so to speak right and you're just like oh fuck, yeah yeah oh, fuck, i knew oh, let's this comment, i'm excited <laughs> uh yeah there's and there's, a, there's something
2: well, i'll tell you about it off air but there's a Cool thing in Destiny that I've since found out about, and I'm like, oh shit, that did happen. All right, cool. I'll tell you about mm-hmm. it later.
0: Cool. Uh, well, sweet. We're uh, let's. I know we're keeping it loose this episode. But, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about some Google uh, Google Stadia. Yeah, yeah. Probably are. not
2: super long. We're running about an hour here, but I mean, we got time.
0: Let's uh, let's just cover this all loosey goosey. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, so it's the middle of October, and. Google Stadia is slated for November. We don't know when in November. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, uh, they have very intentionally not... Uh, it's really... And, and I, I'm i wondering if... So,
2: like, the PlayStation 5 stuff just got announced, which I don't think we've actually talked about on the show. It's the PlayStation 5, surprising fucking nobody, that it is called the PlayStation 5. Oh, and, yeah, and it, yeah. There was a little, like, clip from, like the they announced it on the playstation blog which is weird and like that's kind of getting to my point but uh jim ryan the current like head of playstation was just like man it's a relief off my shoulders to finally say it i'm like fucking really like (laughs) come on man like i did it but also literally every single person was like oh the ps5 like come on right
0: well like fucking well surely he wasn't talking about the name he just he was talking about the name Oh no!
2: <laughs> he says, "Man, it's finally a relief off my shoulders to officially say that." I'm like, "Fuck off, okay, man!" Okay,
0: wait, hold on. <laughs> Even with you saying that, I still feel that's him being like, "Okay, I can finally just confirm. I can say the words out loud. This is a thing that exists."
2: Well, like we knew it. Uh, we knew it existed. We knew they were doing a next gen thing, but he, it very much came across as like, "Oh man, I can finally say that it's called the PlayStation Five." Like we fucking knew, like, I mean, dog. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, that's um, funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I was a little. I was, I'm. I'm skeptical of Stadia. I think oh, there's some. I am skeptical. Uh, there's some cool stuff
0: there. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, honestly, if it works like the the space magic that it sounds like, right? Um, which, fun fact: Destiny is on that platform. Um, <laughs> then yeah, it's, uh, it, then it's going to be. There's cool, some but... weird.
2: There's some weird stuff happening in like the games industry lately. Like the fact that the PS5 was technically quote revealed. From a blog post and then a Wired article. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if the fact that we haven't heard anything about Sadia is fine?
0: I don't know. Question like, mark? I, I just yeah. don't... I don't know. The, what I know is that Google doesn't seem to be confident with releasing more details about the actual platform. I would like to have
2: had more details by this point, especially so if you're like...
0: How, or we, we are potentially on paper about two weeks out from this. From, from this the, new... The
2: thing that really bums me out is that they've been taking pre-orders for a while for, like, the Founders Edition, and, like, you can sign up for, like, other things and buy equipment for that, but it's just, like, it's November, it's, like, cool. It is, as of this recording, October 14th. Right. When in November?
0: Right. It, it, this is... Yeah. I'm just so nervous that we're gonna hit about November 10th, mm-hmm. and you is gonna say, you know what? We just didn't quite hit the pre-order sales that, that we meant to, we're scrapping it or something. I think that's a little dramatic.
2: Sure, they've uh, already invested. I think a whole lot. They of have. Like, money and time and technology yeah, into I mean, it. I mean, they're going to launch it. I mean,
0: Destiny's on there. Red Dead Redemption Two, is which on is there. huge. Yeah, huge. So, so uh, yeah, I don't think they're actually going to scrap it. But I just don't. Uh, I I am just skeptical with Google's ability to stick the landing on, on yeah, the stuff. Yeah, I, I I think that's
2: pretty that's a fair reaction that's yeah, a fair that's take from a, what's going and on that's
0: not a unique opinion either sure you're honestly the person who really set me down that path you're like well think about x y and z and i'm like oh, I, damn
2: i guess they do yeah i am concerned about google's history of being like we've got this awesome thing we're gonna pour everything into it it's gonna be great three months later we're fucking cutting it <laughs> like it's just <laughs> yeah. dead shut her down like there is google fiber in like three cities now yeah uh and thankfully we're one of them
0: right um, and it's great but yeah they sure they were just uh, it's not working out okay bye right man and
2: granted that is expensive uh, but this is going to be expensive and and i i i'm interested to see the reaction for it i know people who are like yeah i got a stadia i'm like all right cool let me know how it works because i've i've seen people uh like say that like i've seen like the data benchmarks and stuff from like Obviously, I don't think people are actually, like, beta testing it right now, but uh, it pulls down some data. Like, data caps are a genuine concern. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, I'm... What were those... Do you remember those numbers? Because I did see an article. Not off the top of (laughs) my head, (laughs) but they were really high. They were really big. And that doesn't affect somebody like me. We're privileged to have Google Fiber in the area, which means that I have gigabit speeds and no cap, which is great. That's kind of ideal for something like this. That is not everybody, especially in the United States.
0: Right. Because you think about, uh, okay, so the new Call of Duty, I believe, is like 175 gigabytes. 175 gigs. Yeah. That's massive. Even if you disregard hardware, uh, like a hard drive space, Mm -hmm. just the amount of data that you just spent, even if it's fast, the the number, 175, if you have a one terabyte data cap, which is a lot, a terabyte's a big amount. That's
2: still like a tenth of it.
0: Well, it's uh it's uh, 20 it's, it's almost just about you know yeah. what's well, it's 17.5 you know
2: well it, it's not exactly like 1000 but yeah I right, you're it's like you have
0: a phone it says uh it's this is yeah it's you know, eight it's, gigs, it's around there have, like, it's it's
2: just under 20
0: so that's a lot that's a big imagine if you yeah. like for me i i've had to go and uh delete stuff off my hard drive mm-hmm. not because i don't have space to download stuff but if i'm playing apex and i need to go into the playstation menu to be there send a friend request, or start a party. Dude, that stuff is frustratingly slow. It is... It's so, so slow. There will be times where there was one time, I think it took me like 30, it was like 35 seconds, because I had my phone out, mm-hmm. because I sent one invite, and it took forever, so I was like, I'm going to time this when I invite the second person. It took over 30 seconds. Yeah,
2: I, just, I'm, just I'm very... pull it
0: up, I couldn't even back out, I'm because I'm very
2: excited for the playstation 5 with solid state drives because good lord like Uh, uh, i would say
0: destiny 2 the load times in destiny are
2: fucking horrible they are
0: really bad i would pull out my phone during the loading screen and then forget that i was waiting for destiny yep which is definitely Mm. a short attention span thing but no no i'm uh, I'm with you dude i mean good lord nothing breaks the momentum than like a 45 second load screen totally oh my god
2: it's not good
0: uh well hey hopefully on google stadia um that I, I, won't yeah be a i'm, I'm sure that will
2: be the, well if you're playing destiny on pc it's like boom especially if you have a solid state drive it's just fucking instantaneous
0: it's great the a game lot of people smoothly a lot of people just... have
2: moved over to pc
0: yeah but i'm like I'm and not, the I'm fact I'm, I'm that not i can go do that. between sure. PC and ps4 to cross yeah. save totally uh i'm really happy with that also hey i just want to take five seconds to okay. bitch about apex okay. legends
2: not having cross save do it i'm giving you five seconds exactly
0: okay now that i'm on apex legends on pc i feel like i'm wasting my time because my battle pass is up all right that's all i have to say. That, <laughs> uh it really is frustrating that sucks yeah it, it sucks a lot that does uh, suck a i don't lot. even have the other characters you have to get the currency mm. i have a million of that currency on ps4 man I've, i can't i don't even have anything to spend it on it is a huge bummer that that is the case uh it sure is so I, anyway that's yeah. all i have to say about okay, that right. uh but i'm frustrated about it but uh yeah, the fact that cross-save exists on Destiny, mm. um, it, it also means I when my friend walked I in... I would not be
2: surprised if Destiny eventually goes cross-play also, especially considering PlayStation has been like, hey, anybody can use it now? Like, I think that is that yeah. was kind of like the last barrier for them. I believe
0: they want to do that. but I want to see more technology that uh, says, hey, you can cross-play together, but we can tell what you're playing on, and we're specifically only going to match you with... That's go. what
2: Modern Warfare does, actually. Yeah, So,
0: so I've seen that. I mm. want to see that proliferate. I want to see that... Across it's something that... I think
2: that's what Fortnite does, actually. Like, they were the first yeah. ones that I've actually noticed did that for a while. And also, like, they... I think the way that they did their cross because they were the first, I think, big, big one to do it. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, in, uh, them and Rocket League, who are both behemoths... Right. Uh, Fortnite way
2: more so. Like, Fortnite is, like... It, honestly, whenever Fortnite was like, "Yeah, we've got crossplay with PlayStation." I'm like, "All right, cool." this is The it. only reason that this is happening is because you guys have enough market share <laughs> of the world to yeah. like boss Sony around, and I don't think they're going to let anybody else do it. I right. I didn't I think it was going to keep going. But uh-huh. um yeah, like uh I think the way that works is if you are playing in a party with somebody on a different platform, if you matchmake, it just throws you into parties of people on different platforms. But for the most part, it keeps you in your hopper. Yeah, which is interesting, but yeah, I
0: like that. Yeah, and I want more of it. I think it's great. Totally. Um, I want to play Apex with my friend on the Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, I want to play with my friend Xbox 360. Right. Goddamn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox One. That's funny. Um, but I want to do that. Which and, the Xbox uh, does
2: support mouse and keyboard. Uh,
0: I think. I don't know about Apex, but I think the mouse and keyboard. I think you can play that in Call of Duty on uh, PS4. You can. Yeah. I saw somebody. Yeah, somebody and can. it'll
2: just throw you in with keyboard mouse players. Like, if you're playing, uh, I know, uh, uh, Giant Bombcast, Jeff Gersman, plays first-person shooters mostly with a controller, and it just lumped him in with console people. I'm like, great,
0: cool. That's nice. Great. Yeah. That's how that should work. Uh, that is really nice, because, yeah, I think I'm actually gonna try out my controller. Like, a mouse is definitely the way to play a shooter on PC. It really feels dramatically better, Mm. but I just like a controller better. Yeah, me too. Uh, anyway, hey, let's, uh, let's read this list of Google Stadia games. Okay. Um, They've been drip feeding releases for a while. Yes. Uh, so you know we're potentially two to two to what six weeks out. Yeah, dude, who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows when this thing's gonna be out? But here's the list in alphabetical order. We're whole, I'm gonna read the whole thing. Uh, we've got uh, Attack on Titan two, Final Battle, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Odyssey was the one that uh, that was the did
2: project this. stream test.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've got Baldur's Gate Three, which is an unreleased game. Yeah, right that now. was announced at uh,
2: Stadia. Like that was the first, I think, big thing that they've announced for it.
0: Yeah, which I is remember. Cool. There That's was great. like uh, there were uh, uh, other see- than
2: like Doom. Doom is going to be on there, well, similar
0: but- to the Meteor or the uh, sorry, the Black Hole from Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember reading about the teasers for Baldur's Gate because yeah. part of it was like they intentionally left some clues, but also people data mined some mm-hmm. uh, information, and so. Uh, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna get a new Baldur's Gate a couple right. of days before that came out." So I, like, I really like that yeah. stuff. Uh, so that game's unreleased. Uh, Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. there, The Crew Two. Um, actually, I tell you what, I'm gonna read all the unreleased ones, okay? Just so I don't have to trip all over this. Cool. Uh, so we've got Baldur's Gate Three, we've got Cyberpunk 2077. That's right. That's right. I forgot. We're they really got looking that. forward to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Siders Genesis. Okay. Destroy all humans. Yeah. All right. Doom Eternal. Yep get packed oh that was that like
2: it yeah okay that was like the furniture moving with friends thing
0: oh i don't know anything about that.
2: it's like kind of overcooked but instead of cooking you're like moving furniture in like (laughs) wacky (laughs) shit it feels entirely like a complete blatant copy of another game that's already done that yeah so i don't know i I haven't looked into it too much sounds like a
0: novel idea Uh, i think you'd enjoy it i probably will yeah uh just dance 2020
2: that's going to be on everything until we die. So
0: uh, absolutely. Uh, I think they uh, I want to look this up, but I think they're releasing that game on the Xbox 360. They're releasing them on the Wii still. Oh. Because, like, I mean, so I many people that. still have them and, it, right. and it's not it's graphically a, intensive. It's, it's really just more songs, you know, for a family console. We've got Kine, K-I-N-E. OK, we got no, it's Kine. Um, <laughs> we got Marvel's Avengers. Oh, that's right. That is coming to Stadia. We've got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which mm, that's already out. Yeah, this uh, this article's yeah. from six days ago, so that one's that that's one's uh, already out. Watch Dogs Legion, okay, and Win Jammers Two. Interesting. Never played a Win Jammers game. I Win Jammers is fun. Windjammers Jammers is a lot of fun. It's a you would like
2: it. You just like oh, sit I've around oh, I watched and, it. Yeah, oh, it's fucking fun. I'm way into it. I'm interested to see how that runs on Stadia, but like ultimately, like I know we. People keep talking shit about the latency. Like, this is obviously going to be something that we're not going to be able to judge until it is really in the hands of people in like real world scenarios. People
0: like with the Project Stream when Stadia didn't have a name yet. You mm. uh, know, it was undercover beta. Kind of uh, the fact that the fact that people could play Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey with not a great internet connection mm-hmm. and not have lag, like. That blows my mind that I actually don't totally understand it. But the fact that people were able to play that in an area that didn't have good internet, that is huge.
2: So like the I, I think that stuff is awesome, and I think for a lot of things that is really cool and works super well and is very effective. But like with something like Windjammers. Windjammers is essentially a fighting game. Yeah. Um and stuff that requires like down to the frame like perfect inputs for like a fighting game or like maybe a very tight twitch shooter or something like that like those are things that i i am skeptical about just in the fact that i want to see that stuff in the hands of people who have the experience with that stuff running locally to see how those kind of things run i think yeah. they're putting Mortal Kombat 11 on Stadia and like i'm uh, interested yep, to it's see on this list. i'm interested to see how that goes i am skeptical because fighting yeah. games are literally frame perfect you have to like if you drop a frame or if something doesn't feel quite right whole experience is just out the fucking window right
0: and you because you don't have oh mortal kombat on stadia ah, oh, that's a casual version sure you know like i played i Nintendo played mortal kombat Switch-
2: nine on the fucking ps vita like talk <laughs> about a casual ass version but like it still ran great because like they just like dropped the graphics down kept the frame rate yep. i suck at mortal kombat yeah. But it was two dollars, so I bought it.
0: Right. Mortal Kombat on uh the Switch is down scaled, mm-hmm. you know, so like it doesn't look as good, but the frame rate's crisp. Yeah. And that's what you need. And that's the it, most and important
2: thing. If you press a button, it happens immediately, or like you know what you're getting into. And like with stuff like that, I'm just
0: concerned. Even one frame. Uh I have so I own I actually own two PlayStations, a Pro and an OG, uh, for the events we run, and my girlfriend owns An OG PlayStation. That's, uh, I think, an original one. I bought my OG several years after release. I don't think it was actually manufactured uh, when the, you know, when the console Mm, first came out. Right. Um, I had a friend over a while ago. We tried to play Overwatch side by side in my living room, and he kept mentioning stuff. He was like, "Man, I just, I swear I'm good at this game. You know, something just doesn't feel right. I'm just, Mm. you know, I'm dropping the ball kind of thing." And for the most part, I was like, I believe that you're good because he plays on Xbox One. So I was like, part of it's probably the controller, but maybe he's on a different TV. Like, I maybe the settings aren't where they need to be. I kept trying to check, you know, sometimes like game mode on your TV. Ooh, right. Yeah. That'll so, fuck yeah. with you. Yeah. So I did all that and I just, it, it wasn't improving the situation. And he was frustrated. Well, we played something else. Eventually he goes home. Well, I was like, I'm going to try playing Overwatch on this thing. Dude, it was bad uh mm. what it was the the console itself was just dropping inputs yeah so there'd be time i needed to turn to the left very quickly mm. and it didn't register that i pressed left at all Ooh, but yeah. it was for a very brief time so it's not that the controller didn't work i tried different controllers mm. uh it wasn't just that game because i switched games to it was Apex.
2: just like processing too much yes yeah, yeah.
0: something was happening where i was just skipping and uh you know i i switched to my I'd switch TVs. I, I, I troubleshoot it a lot. But I even plugged in my OG PS4 and it fixed the problem. You know, my, my OG isn't that fast. Mm-hmm. But of course, my Pro is slow now because I bogged it down with so much junk on it. Sure. Um, and it's getting older too. But mm-hmm. uh, those the dropped inputs made it unplayable. I mean, straight up yeah. unplayable.
2: I, I played, uh, not the same thing, obviously, but I played the first Bayonetta on two joy cons and good Lord. You want to talk about (laughs) dropping inputs. And that is like a very like tight action combat game Mm -hmm. to where if I miss a dodge, I'm probably just fucking dead.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're like, Oh great. It it, it sucks. And like, sometimes I would like,
2: press a button and it would just like hold it down when i don't intend on doing Uh it and that was i come to find out it was just the way that the bluetooth is set up because you know nintendo's not good at wireless at all um but yeah like that's that shit sucks and i'm i am concerned about i there is nothing about stadia so far that makes me be like okay yeah this is the place that i want to play this and like ultimately i am looking at it as somebody who has a console. Like, not everybody's gonna have a console, but most people have a fucking phone mm-hmm. or a web browser, you know? Yeah. And yeah, like, I, yeah, the but- the appealing thing to me is, of course, oh, well, I'm in the middle of something and I have like a controller on me, but I can just fucking bust out my phone, run some dailies in Destiny while I'm waiting for something, and then just be on with my day. <laughs> that right. is very appealing to me, but not enough to get in on the ground level of this thing.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. There's a lot unknown, uh, and too much. Very close. Yeah, to too be much comfortable. I, I wish, I wish anybody had a review or they had hands on it, um, or something.
2: You know? Yeah, they're being like weirdly tight lipped about it.
0: They are. So let's finish out this list uh, for games that have already been released that will also be released on Stadia. Uh, let's see. I said Attack on Titan, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Borderlands Three, The Crew Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Destiny Two. Yes. We've got Doom 2016. Okay. Dragon Ball that, that'll little... be
2: interested to see how doom feels because uh, that game is very like moment to moment like yeah not as like frame perfect but it's if the feel if the feel, to it. if the feel is off that game is ruined
0: yeah because it's all about how you feel when you're right like jumping around right in cool action yeah if cool you're not action. in one if
2: you're not in control of your character 100 of the time just flush Forget it down the it. fucking toilet
0: <laughs> yeah uh Dragon Ball Zenoverse two, Farming Simulator nineteen. Okay. Uh Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay. Football manager twenty twenty. Okay. Gods and Monsters. Grid. Uh Guilt G Y L T which is a possible timed exclusive, according okay. to this IGN article uh the other time exclusive is orcs must die Three. that's right that's right i forgot they were like that was a weird pick for me because i'm like all right cool that's just an unusual all right. yeah that's a
2: weird one yeah like sure but I, that's a weird one
0: yeah <laughs> uh we got metro exodus yeah we got mortal Kombat 11 nba 2k 20 power rangers battle for the grid rage and which is 2. a fighting game Yes, that is a fighting game.
2: Wait, uh, yeah, I, I was interested. To, uh, I'm just repeating my same things. Uh, so just keep going.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, so, Rage 2, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Samurai Showdown, also a fighting game. Yep. Super Hot, The Elder Scrolls Online, Thumper, which is very much a rhythm that's game. That's a rhythm game, yeah. Yeah, so better be tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Trials Rising, The Crew 2, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Honestly, it's not a bad list. It's not a bad list. I keep continuing to think about these fighting games. The fact that they put a rhythm game and three fighting games on here, man, I mean, surely they must think they're going to going to work
2: out really well or just crash and burn. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and I don't know if there's going to be a it's fine, because like with those games, I feel like if you are not in complete control of what you're doing, there is no it's fine. Like it is yeah. very binary.
0: Right. Yeah. The the deal with like triple A games is mm-hmm. not, well, like more modern, like past five years, I'd say is um, tight controls. Like, it's and, not and, even necessarily about, like, how pretty is this game. But and, a game like Doom and Destiny and even Mortal Kombat, those are gorgeous
2: I think games. Destiny, you can get a little bit away from it. Um, I think all of the Ubisoft games that
0: mm-hmm.
2: are on that list. So, like, obviously Assassin's Creed Odyssey works because it doesn't have to be precise. The Division 2 doesn't <laughs> really have to be precise. Like, it, I just
0: imagine uh, your Assassin just, like, stumbling. <laughs> like, oh,
2: <laughs> fell off this roof. Right. But no, I, I think that you can... Get away from stuff like that. And uh, I, I think that a lot of the stuff on here does work pretty well uh, on that list in particular does would work pretty well without like having a level of precision. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I'm I'm not sold on it. Uh, I'm I'm very, very, very interested to see how it does, because I think streaming definitely is going to be a big thing that we see a lot more of in the future. And I think this is kind of a neat first foray into it. But I think if I were to right now pick between, uh, between Stadia, between Microsoft's xCloud, and whatever the fuck Sony's doing with PlayStation now, I think my money's probably on Microsoft. Yeah, I don't even have and a I dog think, in think And I think, honestly, it's just because of Game Pass. Yeah. Because Stadia is still making you, like, purchase the games. And if you want to have it, like, a higher fidelity, you have to purchase a subscription on top I, of I that. I
0: think Red Dead, you're paying, like, 60 bucks for that, It's right?
2: the game, $60, yeah. Price, yeah so i don't know i will see we'll, we'll see obviously like this is all fucking speculation
0: uh but the fact that we're speculating two weeks out is really yeah that's the
2: weird part that's weird to six weeks yeah weeks.
0: yeah it's strange uh i will say i'm you know i don't know how many people are fully sold on this there's just not enough to be sold on.
2: This. yeah I, I know people um, online who have been like yeah i got a Stadius founder thing because i kind of got bought up in the hype and they just haven't heard anything and they're like yeah i wish i would have waited
0: Yeah, you know, uh, my my friend came over while I was playing Destiny 2 for basically the first time this past weekend. And the first thing he said was, uh, oh man, yeah, Destiny 2, this is the first game I'm going to pick up when I get my Stadia. Right. And I'm like, first of all, I forgot that you buy games (laughs) uh, because he just does not play very many games. Um, But that's a testament to what the Stadia can do because for him, the Stadia offers... A type of gaming experience right, right. that is unique to right. his. You just fucking
2: pull out your phone with a controller, like that's awesome. Right.
0: He he had the uh, same friend had the Google Cardboard. Okay. I yeah. Believe. The VR uh, thing. Yeah, but I think it was Cardboard. Was it the Google Glass or? No, uh, I really I should double check with him, but you uh, would mostly like watch Netflix and stuff.
2: Like, yeah, like the on, the Google VR thing. Yeah, it's called you Google you, like, Cardboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was
0: it. Uh, Well, he had that, so it makes sense that he would also find interest in Stadia. Sure. Um, But that's just another reason why it's interesting that Destiny is free-to-play now. Because this is just an opportunity. Yeah, we can't do cross-play, but... um,
2: Well, like, they announced uh, the Shadowkeep expansion, and I think the fact that they were doing all of this New Light stuff at a Stadia conference. Like, oh, this first, like, big Stadia... Whatever they call it, essentially a Stadia Direct, uh, and that was <laughs> right. like right before E three, and that's where they announced like, "Hey, new Destiny expansion is Shadowkeep. Right. Game is going free to play with cross save enabled.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. That's
2: cool. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I'm excited to see how that stuff goes. Uh, games, games have not been more available. Yeah, I think than ever before. I think without a doubt, we can say that um, some of the biggest games in the world are free. That's right true." Now so i would say
2: cool. most of the biggest games in the world are free right now
0: <laughs> so it's a crazy thought it
2: is wild it is wild uh well that's gonna do it for the show this week thank you everyone for stopping by if you like what you've heard it although it was not very structured but whatever we're <laughs> tired uh consider kicking us a buck or five at patreon.com slash heroes that'll help the show and network grow to do even cooler stuff uh if you can't contribute financially that is perfectly fine just share the show with a friend or rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice that really really helped us out and we would greatly appreciate it if you have any questions or ideas for topics for us to cover hit us up on twitter at gamer heroes pod and your submissions could make the show uh, you can find me on twitter at the Candyman. thomas is at tegan not one if you're in the kansas city area or even just passing through be sure to check out at gg underscore kansas underscore city on twitter or the gg ggkc excuse me page on facebook Oh, uh, We've got links to different gaming events and communities that are in the area, and they would love to have you be a part of them. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and a better tomorrow.